1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Rich John's love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He's like one of those top teams, and
0: we're working our way to that level. Game. My message today is we're trying to win. What time are score? Leon a right circle. No risk, no gain. And now we're going to
1: have a goalie. in action!
0: This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugen Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Draisaitl.
2: This is Carmen Deo from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this. Is Oilers now with Bob Stauffer? Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at
1: huge savings. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot CA. Now Bob Stauffer on the a- official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. Six thirty, Shed. Shed.
0: For joining you the city cell side this is oilers now it is brought to you by our title sponsor digitex and we have a jam-packed show coming up for you today a day after uh nhl commissioner gary bettman spoke uh about an extended playoff model that had been in discussion for uh, many weeks 2014 playoff one that will result if we get back up to playing in the national hockey league with the edmonton oilers playing the chicago blackhawks uh gary bettman did not shed any more insight other than the fact that there's 10 finalists for The NHL Hub Cities. Uh, We do have, and I do mean, a jam-packed show coming up for you today. Premier Jason Kenney will join us uh, today at 12.15 uh, to talk about Edmonton as a hub city and uh, why the province of Alberta is fully on board with trying to make this happen. Regular contributor to the show at 12.35, uh, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He once ran one of the largest hockey agencies in the business, former number one overall pick, 1983 draft, Brian Lawton. At one o five Oilers general manager, can Holland, an exclusive one-on-one. And then at 135, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, who is currently the COVID-19 writer for Post Media out of Edmonton as well as uh, a prolific oiler blogger. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. Like most businesses, the River Cree remains closed by the pandemic. They'll be back up and running with over 1,350 slot machines and 40 table games when the province opens up at that time. River Cree uh, Resort Casino excitement better. Of course, the title sponsor of Oilers now is Digitex Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We were basically on the air yesterday from 12 until 6. Brendan Escott uh, handled things from 4.30 on. And that was after a stretch where there was a lot of interesting comments from uh, Gary Bettman as well as Bill Daly. We're going to get a couple of those in right now as we go to the orders Now Audio Vault for direct workwear. Where safety meets Savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at uh, directworkware.com. Gary Bittman went into detail explaining the NHL playoff format moving forward.
2: The top four teams in each conference will claim automatic berths in the first round of the playoffs. They will play intra-conference round robins, each playing the other three teams to determine their respective seeds in the first round. These games will be played with regular season overtime and shootout rules with ties in the final standings broken by regular season points percentage. The remaining eight teams in each conference will play in best of five qualifying round series to determine which four in each conference advance to the first round of the playoffs. The matchups for these series again are based on points percentage at the time of the pause. These games will be played with playoff overtime rules. Once the round robins and qualifying rounds are completed, we will conduct conference-based playoffs in each hub city. The winners of the qualifying round robins will advance to the first round with each opposing one of the round robin teams. Since we have endeavored to be sensitive to players' preferences, the matchups for the first round series remain to be set as the return to play committee is still discussing whether to determine them through seating or via a bracket in addition the return to play committee is still discussing the lengths of the first and second round series and whether the second round matchups will be determined through seating or via bracket in any scenario the conference finals and stanley cup final will be best of seven the sites of the Conference Finals and the Stanley Cup Final remain to be determined, although based on what we know today, we expect those series to be played in one of the two hub cities. We believe we can get the qualifying and first two rounds of the playoffs completed in a little over a month.
0: Here are the 12 teams that will All right, well, we know the 12 teams, and obviously Edmonton would take on the Chicago Blackhawks' uh number five Oilers who many would suggest were a little bit unlucky in this if it had been a 20 team format logic would have dictated the top three teams in each division would have been guaranteed to have been in the 16 team playoff. Nonetheless now the Oilers if we are fortunate enough and able to get back to playing the Edmonton Oilers will play the Chicago Blackhawks which would be a highly entertaining series and one frankly that some Oilers fans would probably be a little bit nervous with and they should be because the Hawks have several players that know how to win. One of the things that we did not get out of yesterday's availability with Gary Bettman uh, was a finalization of the hub cities but Bettman had this to say on who the candidates are
2: we're also not announcing at this time which two cities will serve as our hubs things are evolving rapidly and when we decide on locations we want it to be on the best available information at the time that we need to make that determination in the meantime I can say we have narrowed the choices to a number of cities that as of today include Chicago, Columbus, Dallas, Edmonton, Las Vegas, Los Angeles, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. There are no shortage of candidates that can help us do this. Again, the final determination will depend on COVID-19 conditions, testing, availability, and government regulations.
0: So this is where I tell you that at least in terms of Canada, Alberta continues to test at the greatest rate per capita, 56,000 tests per million. Uh, in comparison, B.C. is at 27,000 tests per million, given the asymptomatic nature of this virus. That is a significant distinction between the two provinces. Ontario, by the way, since Gary Bettman mentioned uh, Toronto, is at 45,000 tests uh, per million. Again, we'll uh, momentarily be hearing from Alberta Premier Jason Kenney. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. And Jason Kenney did send a letter yesterday to Prime Minister Trudeau. This in regards uh, to the fact that the U.S. has basically put a caveat in place that would allow a waiver i guess for professional athletes to return to play and return to play for
1: hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting to your happy place For a happy price Go to your happy price Priceline
0: Formats in other sports We'll take a time out It's 1214 at Edmonton You're listening to Oilers now On 630 Chet <laughs> Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 630 Shet. Again, we'll have Oilers General Manager Ken Holland on exclusive 101 at uh, 105 today. But at this time, we are pleased to be joined by the Premier of the Province of Alberta, Jason Kenney. Jason, it's Bob. How are you doing?
1: Really good, thanks. Uh, I mean, all things considered, it's been a tough month, but uh, we're getting through it.
0: You know, it has been a tough month. Uh, here in Edmonton, however, uh, Jason, it's gone pretty well. I mean, we're 26 days into a month. There's been 36 positive tests in the Edmonton health zone. Yeah,
1: no, kudos to Edmonton and Edmontonians for uh, making that happen. It just great responsibility. And um, I'm looking at numbers since May 16, only eight new COVID cases in Edmonton for the area of over a million people. That's amazing. And we have only five folks in hospital in Edmonton with COVID. So that's part of my my kind of pitch to the NHL, which is if you want to find an NHL city to do the rest of the season in the playoffs, uh, there is no place that is a better performer in the whole NHL network than the city of Edmonton.
0: Testing is important for this. There's a heavy asymptomatic nature with COVID. Alberta's testing more than any other province per capita. Uh, Maybe you could just shed some insight into the philosophy that the government had uh, with the outbreak of this, dealing with the pandemic and why testing was so important to you guys. Well, uh, first off,
1: we have some really smart, common sense public servants who just apply the Alberta kind of common sense and entrepreneurial instinct to the way they do their work. So back in December when there were the first rumors of a strange influenza coming out of uh, Hubei in China, our, our testing folks um, started to, they went to the alert, they started ordering massive amounts of supplies like called reagent and swabs that are key parts of those uh, influenza tests. And they also started uh, going into overdrive studying other influenzas that have come out of China. So they were ready to roll when the first case hit Alberta. And basically the high level, we've had the highest per capita level of testing in north america generally in the world um for any significant population and i'm so proud of our folks for doing that um we uh, the, the key is this as soon as the first cases hit here they were able to to test oh uh, uh, widely which meant we were able to trace track and contain And that's one of the reasons we've had one of the lowest per capita levels of hospitalization, ICU admissions, and deaths in a developed world, even with lighter restrictions and regulations than most other places have had.
0: Yeah, you mentioned ICU. Currently, just one person in Edmonton in ICU due to COVID, Jason. And uh, I think there's—I think the last time I checked, there was 150 ICU beds that were open. So that shows you that you know things are under control in that regard. So let me ask you this: How it's do you not quite as good
1: as in Calgary? I got to be clear. Yeah. But province. Province. Why Provinc- 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 we're doing very well, and Edmonton gets a gold star for sure.
0: Sure. All right. Uh, let me ask you this: How do you think the conversations with NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman have gone from your perspective?
1: They've gone well. Uh, spoke to uh, Commissioner Bettman a couple of weeks ago. He seemed very interested. I want to give credit to the Edmonton Oilers for putting together a very compelling a proposal, a package. I'm glad to see they were on the short list for cities that was released by the NHL yesterday. Um, and I think the number one criteria that NHL is looking for in choosing a host city, uh, a hub city for the season is is COVID safety and uh, public health support and 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 uh, and, and, and the, the level of, of infection, all those kinds of things. And if, if those are the criteria, they're going to have to choose Edmonton because, as I say, of all the NHL cities, this is the lowest rate of infections, lowest level of hospitalizations, highest level of testing. And, and I think the most important thing is this. It um, doesn't matter whether it's in a U.S. city or a Canadian city. Both countries have a 14-day isolation requirement for international travelers. Uh, and uh, the key is this. I believe we can create a an isolation policy through a quarantine zone that would be in the ice district. So we would obviously include Rogers Place, which has two uh, NHL sized uh, ice services. It would include all the services there. You've got overflow services in the casino, which is not operating right now, and of course the Marriott Hotel. You've got the uh, the other hotel there, um, and and uh, the Sutton Place. All of that connected by pedways, and so you can you can have. A sealed-off kind of quarantined area, and I don't think there's any other NHL city that can do that. So I think we're doing very well in terms of the bid.
0: All right. Uh, I know you sent a letter off to uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, and obviously, not that I would be a guy that would have the most amount of empathy for federal politics at times, but you know, when you're when when you're looking at uh, things from Justin Trudeau's perspective, you know, Montreal's got 24,000 cases of COVID. They've had 2,600 deaths. Uh, yeah. Toronto's at 10,000 cases of COVID and over 700 deaths. There's a bit of a i hate to use the term regional disparity but there, there's a difference of experience between maybe what folks out in east or east or you know central canada are dealing with and then what's going on here in alberta uh have you had any extended conversations beyond what we saw with the letter that you tweeted out today just in regards to me maybe creating a unique situation that would allow a bypass of that 14-day quarantine
1: Well, yeah, I've spoken to Deputy Prime Minister Freeland, who was born and raised in Alberta about this, and um, she's uh, uh, agreed to to undertake this, uh, kind of to push this file forward in Ottawa. I have raised it with the Prime Minister. Every Thursday afternoon, I speak to him and all of the other Canadian Premiers, just to say that we want to make, hopefully Canada will have at least one hub city. And I can tell you that uh, Premier Doug Ford in Ontario also raised that, that they've been approached by other professional sports. I think Major League Baseball. So the feds have got to look at all of that. But you put your finger on it. Um, The challenge is that Ottawa is really more and more on COVID. They're looking at Quebec and Ontario, which is a totally different story than Alberta or B.C. for that matter. And... um, so I, I think the challenge here is this. If, if they show some flexibility for our quarantine plan, I'm not sure what they do for the Toronto Maple Leafs trying to host this, uh, it, where there's a, a much higher level of infection. So Ottawa's going to have to sort that out. We want to be fle- – just we're asking for a little bit of flexibility, a little bit of creativity. Look at the numbers on the ground. Um, look, uh, this this uh, 2020 season summer session wouldn't start, I think. What did Bettman say, until August probably? So, Yep. Yeah, so we're going to be even in a better situation by then because these these influenzas do abate during the summer months.
0: We're joined by Jason Kenny, the Premier of the Province of Alberta, Bob Stoffer with on Oilers now. Look, Jason, I get it. I, I work for the Oilers Entertainment Group, so from my perspective, you know, I have a vested interest in, in Edmonton being a host pod. We have some fans that would say, well, if they're you know, if we can't go to the games. What's in it for the, you know, why is the province so interested in being involved in this? Or why would this be such a good thing uh, a for, for Edmonton? Go for it.
1: Yeah, first of all, um, this <laughs> this would get hundreds of people back to work in support roles in those hotels that would be filled up downtown uh, and in other jobs. So that right there is much needed. Secondly, it, it would get Edmonton in front of tens of millions of eyeballs uh, across North America and around the world for several weeks that would build the brand. It would advertise how successful Alberta has been on combating COVID. And um, I, it would be uh, in incalculable in free advertising and branding, and and so when we get out of the COVID and we need to get our tourism industry back, for example, um, this will have been. I'll tell you, the free advertising that we get from having the initial playoffs played in Edmonton would be greater than all the advertising the government of Alberta spends in international markets. So I I just think it's good, both a short-term shot in the arm for the Edmonton economy during a tough time and a long-term strategic branding opportunity for the province.
0: Jason, everybody's got a. You know, a lot of people listen to the show right now would have a connection to hockey and a passion for it. Yours is yours is unique because of your father's involvement uh, at Notre Dame College. Was there yeah. any specific players that sort of? Came through that. I mean, I know who all those guys were, but maybe there was a couple specific to the time that uh, you know you would have uh, spent some time talking well, to your dad about this. Yeah, I
1: didn't know you do that. Yeah, my my dad was head of Notre Dame in Saskatchewan, which is uh, in Wilcox uh, between Moose and Regina. It's the ultimate hockey town, in Canada, and over. Um, they've had hundreds of grads who were drafted into the NHL, and I don't know, a few dozen who have played in the NHL, and and hundreds who got NCAA scholarships, uh, both uh, girls and guys. Um, I was there with Cujo uh, and uh, and with Rob Brindamore. Uh, You know, Rod's a big hulking dude, but he also was always at the top grades. He got like 99% in every class. Um, did his law school studies in the summer while he was playing as an NHL player, uh, but Barry Trotz, who coached the Washington Capitals to uh, the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago, was, uh, my dad coached him at Midget, and um, my dad became kind of like a surrogate father to, uh, to Russ Cortinel uh, after his, his father passed away prematurely. I mean, I remember all those guys, and, and uh, uh, it's, a, it's a great, gritty place where, with a real culture of, of kind of prairie uh, Canadian Prairie hockey culture and an amazing institution. I was a privilege to grow up there.
0: There was a time that Vincent LeCavier and Brad Richards were there. Uh, they were They were after by... my time. Sure. A, those are just pups, but uh, yeah. that's absolutely right. Yeah, they were centered by a guy named Steve Shrum, who was a very good player in the Western League and is a business guy here in town right now. Uh, and uh, just the final one, a little bit different. Uh, we've focused a lot, obviously, on the province's interest in in getting involved uh, with the Oilers Entertainment Group as a host bid, but y- there was a very subtle little move that uh, you guys announced about two to three weeks ago. James Rajat, who is a former... Uh, uh, MP out of, uh, uh, I guess, out of Edmonton, uh, South Leduc. Uh you, you guys appointed him for a role in uh, in Washington. And so you you sort of have somebody, uh, you know, there. Uh, maybe just educate our listeners why it's important for Alberta to have a presence uh, in Washington. Well, Alberta's
1: had an office in Washington for at least 25, 30 years. Um, and it, James is a perfect representative, because he was uh, head of the Canada-US parliamentary group uh, uh, for many years, so he has a lot of contacts in Washington. Um, last few years he's been working as an executive at Rogers, and uh, he's got great business connections. Um, but here's the deal, uh, you know, 80-90% of Alberta's exports go to the United States, and of course a lot of that's energy, there are political efforts to block that energy, not just future pipelines but current ones and, and like so much of our economy depends on that trade with the US and, and often there's a lot of sticky technical issues that, that you need to prevent from happening or, or, or resolve so having somebody on the ground in the Canadian embassy who, who wakes up every morning thinking about how do I advance Alberta's agenda in the United States to, to sell more, to do more trade um, and that's going to be true coming out of the COVID in terms of uh, lightening the border restrictions as we move forward so it's very important for me to have a Incredible guy in uh, Washington who can represent Alberta's interests. And, uh, by the way, I know James is a huge Oilers fan, too, by the way.
0: Absolutely. Hey, uh, Jason, we appreciate your time. We know you're busy. And uh, hopefully we have a chance to touch base with you down the road. here appreciate it. With us Thank now. you. You bet. That is Alberta Premier Jason Kenney. Uh, it is 1227 Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan S. Scott with you. Brian Lawton coming up. And, and again, you can uh, – you heard him say it, The you you can't buy the advertising that the city of Edmonton and the province of Alberta would get as a result of uh, potentially being one of the hub cities. If they base it purely on the numbers, and some of you are bored to death with me going on on a day-by-day basis, but you should take pride as, uh, you know, Edmontonians and people in northern Alberta. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that have gone above and beyond and, and had to change lifestyles and those sort of things, and frankly... Maybe we've been a little bit lucky here, too. I think that most of us recognize that there may be some unique you know, circumstances that have kept Edmonton's numbers as low as they've been. And all you need to do is look at a contrast between Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, and Edmonton. And Vancouver, you heard Jason Kenney say it, uh, BC's done a good job as well. Vancouver's at 86 deaths in their health zone. Edmonton's at 13, one in the month of May. Toronto's at 761. Montreal is at 2,624, so it's understandable that uh, maybe not everybody in the country would have the same philosophical approach as many of you listening to the show saying, hey, we need to open it up even more here in the province. Uh, Anyhow, step by step, we'll see where this goes moving forward. Brian Lawton is coming up next from the NHL Network. Uh, of course, former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll have Ken Holland uh, live at 105, the Oilers GM, on the heels of Gary Bettman's uh, announcements yesterday. You're listening to Oilers Now.
1: Other gr- Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.